And welcome to episode number 46 of the Curveville Podcast. Michaela here, and along with John Barrera. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, he is someone that I see every morning. He is a dear friend of mine. Uh, we uh, hang out for at least 20, 30 minutes every single morning. And we laugh and joke and we have fun together. He is the uh, sports director here at Jam Broadcasting, does sports over three radio stations. He is also the voice of the Tyvee Antlers as well. So you probably heard him uh, with broadcasting the Tyvee Antler football games before over the past 10 years now, 10, 11 years. 11, yep. Yeah, wow. 11 years now. Uh, I'll go ahead and let John introduce this guy. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. John, go You've ahead. seen him on social media. You've seen him around Kerrville. Coach Mark Heller. Good morning. Yeah, thank you for coming in the Absolutely, man. Appreciate yeah. you having me on. Hey, when you asked me, I said, man, you're drudging the bottom, man. Are you, <laughs> run, are you running out of gas or what? No, we, I, we've been waiting we are to get lined you on up. for a long time. Yeah, we are lined up when we don't have open slots, you know. So yeah. uh, something came up today, and we're glad that you uh, are on the podcast. Well, I appreciate with you us. asking me, man. It's really honored to be here because I've been watching y'all's podcasts, and I mean, they've been. Real good. I've really enjoyed a lot of them. Uh, really enjoyed the last one you did with Michaela. That, that I mean, means that a was, lot. Uh, heartfelt, and I was I was touched by it. Honestly. It really does. We're yeah. trying to be less structured and more about just speaking to Kerrville, speaking to the community, mm-hmm. and yeah. letting them know who we really are. You got to be real. You know, if you're yeah. not being real, you're not authentic. And what's the point of doing anything? Yeah. What's the point of waking up mm-hmm. if you're not real and authentic? That's how I felt for a long time, and I didn't want to wake up. You know, so. Now I do want to wake up. I actually woke up at 2.30 this morning and got to work. Seriously, Why? 2.30. Why? Because I was just excited and pumped up about the day. You know, well, Coach Keller. That's, that's the thing. I mean, I know radio because you were out of it for a little while. Yeah, a good three and, and a half years. And you were constantly hounding me to talk to, to the jam. powers that be here to try, yeah. try to get him back on there. I mean, this guy is passionate about his job on radio, and it shows. I mean, Mike FM has just exploded since he came on board and started the show. So, Well, this isn't about me today. This is about you, Coach. Well, so, Thank you, though. I, I I, that does mean honestly, a lot, man. Like, I don't ever like attention directly directed toward me. I like yeah. the attention on other people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Very I, I don't like to garner any attention. That's I know how our you last don't. guest yeah. was, too. That's how our last guest was. Uh, speaking about everybody else and still very successful, uh, just like you are. Yeah, our and- last guest was Don Tucker with Tri-County Roofing. And you talk about uh, the service to the community over the last 32 years that this guy has done. I mean, it's it's incredible. And if you don't know much about Tri-County Roofing, look them up. Uh, they're they're amazing. Yeah. But this is about Coach Keller. So, wow. John. Well. You want to go ahead and start the questions? Yeah, this should be a short segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's on the note of service to community, and how did you? How is your name where it's at? Why does everybody know you, and why are you so prominent in Kerrville? Well, I mean, I've been a part of this Kerrville community for thirty years. I mean, I'm more from Kerrville now than I am from my hometown of Mason. You know what I'm saying? I mean, wow. Kerrville's home, and. Uh, just being around and i mean just been a part of the community a long time um church family of course is always big to being a part of a good church and that church family really always Where you go to church at uh, notre dame notre dame 
Yeah. And and you have ties in with Notre Dame, too? Yeah, very well known in the Notre Dame community, for sure. So so you've spent a lot of your time working with children. I didn't most know of my that. adult, yeah, most of my adult life, my jobs have been working with working with kids. Yeah, I worked at a uh, summer camp out of high school and absolutely loved it, and just knew that my calling was working with kids. So uh, I went that route. That's why he comes in here and does sports on Mike <laughs> FM. That's right. Yeah. I keep the kids in here <laughs> under control. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just knew that that was my calling and. uh Man, I've worked with kids, well, pretty much ever since I lived in Kerrville, uh, 30 years. Really? Longer than that, really. Probably 35, 40 years I've worked with kids. So you were a coach at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. When did you start there? Oh, my gosh. 90, probably, no, probably 2001, 2002-ish. Yeah. Okay. And when you were there, did you ever think that one day that you would do real estate? Yes, because really, really yeah, absolutely, real estate. Real estate was always in my blood. I always, always enjoyed uh, looking at houses, and I like the different layouts of different houses. As a matter of fact, when I worked for the YMCA, um, we were in the mall at the time, and there was a real estate teacher that taught real estate classes in our space at the mall at the YMCA space, and she's always was begging me come and get your really you don't have to pay for the classes you that's can amazing yeah nowadays, free. yeah just come and get your real estate license and i never did i always thought about it i was like what Man, kept you what kept you from getting your real estate i license? was so busy i was so busy with the ymca yeah. and of course i had a family at the time and kids and whatnot and just i was covered up i was just too busy and didn't think i had the time I didn't make the time. I had the time. Wow. I just didn't make it. Really? So I always wonder where I would be right now had I done that back then. But I I feel like all of that led to where I am now. When I first met you, I thought you were in real estate for a long time, yeah. a lot longer than four years. Yeah, four years this summer. Really? I'm a newbie. Yeah. <laughs> so right when you got your license, did you automatically go to Reno? Or Yeah, Reno, Reno has been my one and only stop. Yeah, uh, he's part of the Notre Dame uh, church family, as well. Yeah. Family. I, I, so. got a, I got another question. Um, so you said that you were just busy. That's what kept you from, from making that decision to jump into real estate then. Um, what do you? What would you say to somebody else that there might be an opportunity like you had because she was going to pay for your training and everything, yeah, right? Right. That has an opportunity like you had where you know what the – potential uh could bring out of it mm -hmm. if you follow that and they're too busy what would your advice to those people out there mm. be make the time make the time wake up early wake up earlier stay up a little bit later i mean it'll pay off for you in the long run find the time make the time yeah. and I you're mean, still it, busy tough. to this day oh yeah yeah I mean, very busy <laughs> always running yeah yeah so just make the time man I mean, it's it's tough spending that little bit of time away from the family, but it'll, you'll be rewarded in the end. So you get what you put in. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, John. Sorry. No, that's true because, you know, you can make excuses or you can make time. And, and uh, waking up early, it you know, it, it sucks. Yeah. It, it sucks. But Unless you're on fire. 
unless you have something that's just driving you yeah that's like right, I do right yeah, now that's you right know? i'm living a completely different life than i was a couple months ago and i i have purpose now I, I have a reason to get up super early you know when you when you catch something like that you roll with it you know and you take advantage of it absolutely yeah. what about those people who can't find that what, what, what do y'all what's what's your advice to people who can't find their fire can't find their purpose oh. stuck in a nine to five want to sell houses uh, i'll tell you what what drives me now and it and i've heard people say this in the past and i never never really understood it but uh you got to look deep within yourself you find the answer to that by looking deep within yourself and for me it was authenticity and as soon as i found authenticity it's like being reborn it's like a new life or something i got a second chance on earth and i'm not going to let it pass me mm. by you know I, I i sat there and and was the victim for 38 years and i'm done i'm done with that now it's time to thrive and prosper and help as many people as i can along the way and that's that drives me yeah you know the thought of actually and i know this is yours coach keller but i'm you know yeah so the the thought of of being able to actually help people that were going through something as terrible as I was going through for so long mm. that caused chemical dependency, substance abuse issues, uh, lack of relationships, not being able to look people in the eye, all those different things, and now overcoming that, which is something that I never, ever thought I'd be able to overcome in a million years. I want to help other people find that because I know there are other people out there that are going through the exact same thing that I was. Mm, and it might yeah. not be that they're transgender or whatever. It might be something completely different. But I want to help them find whatever that is so they can overcome it and just slay in life like we're supposed to. You know, we're given free will here. We have in our body, in our blood, we all have the power to conquer nations. We were given that power by God. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us can't ever find it. And yeah. I don't want to conquer nations. I want to use po what power, God-given power I have to help people. So... And create, you know, help people so they they can understand that, and they can be successful for their families and for themselves and their for their kids and their legacies and everything. Well, so, if you don't know ahead, who you are, I mean, you you got to know who you are, and I mean, you were putting up a facade for a long side, yeah. long time, and so I felt like you I got, was a you prisoner. You got to find out who you are, and I think find your center. And uh, I mean, your church family is huge. I think your faith is huge and who you are as well so i mean find all that and then just go out and get after it man you know yeah. what i'm saying i'm a people pleaser man i love pleasing people i love making people happy i mean that's a bottom line for me that's why i enjoy doing radio because the feedback that i get sometimes is you know oh you made us laugh so hard that morning you know it was good or you know the football game was so much more exciting because you were calling it whatever and it was the football games you call man they sound like they're national yeah national tv mm -hmm. not just radio but well, tv quality i mean i appreciate it been doing it a long time too so do you ever feel lost with... for words uh when you're when you're calling a game maybe in the beginning no, just because it comes so naturally. I, I, I'm a fan, right? So being a fan, it just mm -hmm. it comes naturally. So I, I just basically put out there what I'm feeling. And, of course, being a coach and coaching the sports that I call, you know, I, I know a little bit about it. So it would be different if I didn't know about the sport. Like I did call soccer, a couple of soccer games, and I was like, 
I didn't know anything about soccer, so I was a little bit uncomfortable. But, you know, you know the terms to use, which makes it easy, yeah. right? So, yeah. Um, have you ever found yourself in a pivotal moment, like like Michaela was just talking about, and you're like, look, I can go this way, or I can go, I can continue staying on this path, and and what did you do about it? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, John doesn't ask easy questions, does he? <laughs> he doesn't, man. Wow. It was a coffee shot we took. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I don't, I don't drink stuff, coffee. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think the end of my coaching at Notre Dame was probably that pivotal moment. I was like, okay, so where do I go from here? Because I knew, I knew my time. Like, it was time. It was time mm-hmm. for a change, right? Yeah. Because I just my passion wasn't there anymore. Like, I was regretting getting up in the morning. It was like turned into a job it wasn't fun for me anymore so yeah i came to that crossroads i'm like okay where do i go from here all everything that i've ever done has been with kids but i'm tired of working with kids i was just wore out yeah yeah 30 plus years of working with kids is a long time yeah i just reached that crossroads like you said and i said well man i always wanted to do real estate why don't and i mean it signed up for the classes took the classes got after it and here i am before we dig too deep into real estate um do you ever have grown-ups now that come up to you and say i remember you were my coach and you you know i remember these words that you said and yeah. it echoes in my mind yeah because i do i remember what my coaches said what my teachers said and there's there's like three or four that i hold near and dear to my heart yeah. that always always um you know when i'm going through something in life i will i will fall back on those words and always coach too you know i've got 23 24 year old young men that could call me mark now but you know like i'm their coach that's what they tell me yeah they, they, call, awesome. they still call I know me he coach. coach yeah, yeah. so i mean it's kind of cool you yeah, didn't coach no, me really but cool. i know he is coach yeah you know from doing sports right yeah that is awesome though i mean you've seen these people from how old were they when you when you first pre-k met? pre-k <laughs> yeah from pre-K to yep. today. I've seen a lot of kids grow up pre-K all the way. Now they're 23, 24. It's crazy. That is wild. Yeah. Well, you do change lives whether, you know, someone sold you or not. You, you do, Coach. Well, yeah. I mean, my, my brother kind of put it into perspective. I went and actually watched my niece play over in Bandera at a playoff basketball game. I said, man, you know, I told him I had a great year in real estate and I said, man, should have done it a long time ago. He goes, no, you shouldn't have. He goes, you're right where you, he goes, you changed a lot of kids' lives, man. He said, there's more to money than, than that. It's true. You know? So I said, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. I believe that everything happens at the time that it's supposed to happen. Yep. Do you, you think it's, you think it's a plan or do you think you have more, can you think? I believe that everything is meant to happen exactly the way that it happened. You know, I, I do. I, I think that the timing is everything. If I wouldn't have learned, and, and I'm sorry, but if I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I had learned going back, I wouldn't be in the position to help nearly as many people today. Yeah, that's right. Everything you learned along the way has prepared you for that point in time in your life. So absolutely, I agree with that, too. Uh, Coach Keller, you also had some TV days. I did. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I Tell did. us. Yeah, so I went to Texas Tech. Got got my degree in broadcast journalism. 
um, and fresh out of school, uh, KLBK in Lubbock hired me to be a photographer reporter. So uh, stayed there for four years. And you talked about that pivotal moment. Yes. I had that pivotal moment in that career where I decided, okay, it's time to move on. Um, so in the news business, we have the saying, if it bleeds, it leads, right? Yeah. So we, we were ch- ambulance chasers and always listening to the scanner for, you know, car wrecks and whatnot. Anyway, I wound up, uh, covering a wreck that, uh, it was a family that was in a van that had been side swiped and overturned and, so it came over the scanner and of course ran out to cover it and there's just carnage everywhere i mean there's a baby dead on the side of the road oh my gosh i mean everybody nobody lived it had eight people in the van and nobody lived and i just went okay man i mean that's you know i've been doing this for four years now and i became i became numb to death man i mean death was nothing to me i was like went and covered all those things and it never even bothered me but after stepping back and looking at that wreck something keyed off and went man this is it's not right man that somebody's brother somebody's mother somebody's son that you know i'm i'm covering and you know it's a controversial subject uh how the media goes after what's hot you know Mm. and and, you know like there'll be a wreck on the side of the road and people are driving by slow not because it's a traffic jam because people are rubbernecking they call it exactly yeah exactly and and, uh curiosity you know bad news unfortunately sales it does so when i was doing news a couple years ago uh one of those crazy car wrecks would get like ten thousand views on the website yep so naturally if i wanted to get page views on the website i had to go cover this stuff and i mean some of the stuff was just tragic terrible just seeing it would give you nightmares for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life so i i had a uh there was a way that i did things i never took pictures of bodies or anything like that i never even looked at them i sat on the outskirts of the scene to where i didn't have to see it because i'd heard stories from people that are in, you know, paramedics that they can't get those visions out of their head. They, they oh, have to deal with that. Yeah, God bless those people I for stepping in yeah. and, and, uh, yeah. and doing it anyway to save people, you know? And, uh, so, but it, it's, you're covering the worst moments of people's lives Absolutely. and they really don't want that out in the community for yeah, everybody no. to see. I no, mean, no. Who, who would want everybody out there to see the worst moments of your life? Yep. You know, and eventually it's just like, okay, there's got to be something different here. So I, I get what you're saying a hundred percent. And actually that. that's, that's when I packed up my bags and I moved back to the hill country, mm-hmm. moved back and, you know, got a job. So at you hill went country from Mason to Lubbock to Kerrville. Yep. Okay. So what made you decide Kerrville over going back to Mason? Uh, I got a job at hill country youth ranch out in Ingram, uh, Working with kids as a okay. recreation specialist. Good people. And, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. We've had Ashley Phillips on from the yeah. Hill Country Youth Ranch right. recently. So yeah. uh, that's what started my career here in the Hill Country. And then YMCA from, from y- there. Yeah, from the and Hill then, Country to the YMCA, from YMCA to Notre Dame, and from Notre Dame to real estate now. So. <laughs> that is awesome. And, of course, I've been doing, man, Tyvee Sports for because uh, there's a little TV station 
It used to be in Kerrville, not here anymore. And that's but, the TV uh, station I was trying to bring up. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I know. That's why I wanted yeah. to bring it up because I went back a little bit too far <laughs> for you. But yeah, the TV station here in Lubbock, uh, or here in Kerrville, I did the local news for. And I still get people that come up to me and go, man, you were that guy on TV? I said, yeah. <laughs> and that I haven't been on TV in Kerrville probably 13 or 14 years, and they still recognize me from that newscast. I did it with uh michelle what what's your last name hoffler hoffler did it with michelle hoffler Layton at the time we did the news together oh that's on the that. same person on yeah. the tv okay back then. i didn't know that yeah. that's, yeah, that's me incredible and michelle yeah. did the news together on <laughs> yeah. uh channel 10 and anyway i did so we did a tape delay broadcast of the tyvee football game so i mean i've been doing tyvee football probably almost 20 years wow. you still get your sports fix through uh Announcing Absolutely. Games, right? Yeah, I'm a competitor, man. I love the competition. That's great. You That's awesome. Still, still have your iron in the Absolutely. Fire. Absolutely. Love it. Um, I was going to ask about real estate because uh, yep. coincidentally, I'm I'm taking my That's awesome, today. man. Yeah. And uh, some people think once you, you know, you pass your exam, you're going to go out there and make six figures right off the bat. No. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell us how... Uh, for people listening who might want to get into real estate, what are the what are the myths versus the truths about? Well, I mean, the myth is you're going to get in real estate and make a ton of money right off the bat. That's not going to happen. I mean, it takes takes time. Number one, and unless you have uh, substantial savings saved up where you can live off of for a couple of months, three months, it'll be two or three months before you get your two first check. Mm. right and that's so, if you're lucky that's if you're lucky yeah. that's if you're lucky you're gonna get your first check in two or three months yeah so yeah you gotta have substantial savings or a spouse that's working sugar mama. That, yeah, or sugar mom <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be but you gotta have a side income man coming in because you are not gonna make it working full-time in real estate the majority of real estate it. agents uh hang it up within the first two years yep they say if you can make it past the first two years that you should make it as a real estate agent michaela you have yours too uh yeah yeah i do i'm about to do my renewal so i'm about to make it past the two years even though i haven't sold a house yet your first renewal (laughs) dude listen i mean that that's you're so busy here i mean this this is your passion man yeah i I love doing radio yeah absolutely so i mean i Really? But I'm not letting I mean, the real estate license go. No, no I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I mean, I understand you got into real estate for the money aspect yeah. of it, but your passion is radio. Yeah. Well, when you when you get into the real estate world and your name's already out there, does that help? A hundred percent. Is that is that yeah. what your case was? Yeah, but I, I still feel like people don't like using brand new agents because uh, maybe they don't feel like they know what they're doing. So I think that kind of hinders you a little bit if you're a new agent coming out. People like people that have been tenured and have the knowledge, right? So um, that's another another thing. I mean, they like using tenured agents for the most part. People mm-hmm. that you know know what they're doing. So, and I, you know, it's it's a competitive market, mm-hmm. man. My gosh, Does I was telling you ugly? before we went on, you could pick up or go outside. Pick up a rock and throw it. You're going to hit a real estate agent. I think there are, uh, I don't know, 
if there, there are actually more, but I think there are uh, close to the same amount of realtors in this area as there are houses for sale, which is pretty wild. And more coming every you know? week. Yeah. Every week there's a oh, new yeah. agent in Kerrville. Yeah. I don't know how the market is able to sustain well, that it doesn't. Many. Some get spit out. Well, and, that's and, right. You know, that's right. And it's just, it's, there's an attrition there of agents, there you know, is. they come and go. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Mark Keller has been one of the agents that has uh, stuck it through and is wood. now coming out the other side with, <laughs> of that. And, and you're getting, you're, you're getting business now. Yeah. You've, you've had a, a good year last year. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Very successful year. Of course. I mean, a lot of people had a good year last year it's been crazy the real estate market market, has been is it still that way uh yes it is but as you see the interest rates go up Mm -hmm. which we're seeing right now they're up to like 399 now up from two right and they're jumping like quick they're they're going up quick so you're gonna see that once that interest rate i think hits like five percent you're gonna see the market slow way down wow ours was like two eight i think yeah and that was good on the manufacturer. Oh, that's Speaking awesome. Speaking of small town, <laughs> dude, Coach I Keller. listed the house. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, <laughs> yeah. You guys, that was crazy. So, yeah, I, li- uh, I listed the place that you purchased. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. So, John bought a place, and Mark was the seller's agent on right. the place that he bought. So, and we didn't find out until yeah. like closing day. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, actually, that's the first time I met you. Right, it was. Yeah. I was like, you're Coach Keller. I, I see you on Mike FM all the time. Um, what are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, I'm just selling a house. And I'm like, well, I'm buying a house. And it turned out it was the same house. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. And that was probably one of the best days of your life, wasn't it? It was amazing. It so was amazing. I met Coach Keller on one of the best days of my life, too. So uh, Johnny Manziel had, uh-huh. was up for the Heisman. Yeah. And the radio group that I was working for at the time sent me to New York to cover it, to broadcast the ceremony live on three radio stations. Mm-hmm. And I get set up. I'm all, all the way at the top of the Marriott Hotel, the Best Buy Entertainment Center's right next door. Remember this, Coach? Yep. And then I get all my stuff set up, and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm the only person here from Kerrville. And then I look over to me, and, <laughs> and literally like a foot and a half from me is Coach Keller standing right there next to me. We'd never met before. Right. Yeah. So Man, New York. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we shook hands and everything, you know. And then by the end of the night, we were high five. And when Johnny won the Heisman, yeah, it was uh, oh, it was an awesome time, experience. Man. That was a bucket list item for me, man. Yeah. I, I think we're taking pictures of each other with the Heisman too. The Heisman, yeah. more or less, Noah Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Bucket I'm list Kurt item Hill. for me for sure. We that's that's my dream guest is to get Johnny, Johnny. out on the Kerrville podcast. We might be able to pull that off. You know, I've been a uh, I've been sending emails and messages and there's a couple of podcasts that i've seen him on mm-hmm. and if you listen to his story it, you know a lot of people get the conception misconception whatever but he very humble understands and knows and and talks to the he's kids he's learned a lot along yes. the way yes for sure uh if y'all haven't checked it out check out his podcast just youtube it look it up it really personally I don't think that Johnny Manziel ever got a fair shake. I, I think he could have gotten drafted to a better NFL team with a better no doubt line. about that. And I, I also feel like he could have gotten more field time than he did to get going. So that's just how I personally feel about it. Coach, I know you have some feelings. 
would like to share this morning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree with that 100%. If he would have gone to any other team but Cleveland, I think he would still be playing Should've in the, the Cowboys. NFL. That's what I was saying. You know, I know there's a lot of... St- he needed a good mentor to be under for a little bit. And in Cleveland, he didn't have that. Brian Hoyer, I mean, they were competitors. They weren't, he wasn't a mentor to Johnny. He was a competitor to mm. Johnny. Johnny needed a mentor to kind of help him raise him up and kind of show him the ropes of the NFL. And he never got that. So, I mean, young kid that going into a big league now. It's unfortunate, man, because like I said, any other team, any other team he goes to, I think he's still playing in the NFL. Cleveland was the absolute worst place for Johnny Manziel to go, mm. but anyway. So, Johnny, if you see this podcast, come on. Yeah. Get a hold of Johnny. He's the producer. He's the guy that'll get you uh, schedule up on this podcast. We respect you. We're still proud of you. And um, His mom. His mom is a realtor here in really? Carville. Yeah. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. you weren't kidding. You don't. Oh, I, I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's a realtor. Yeah. yeah. This morning, I'm like, hey, coach, I'm taking my exam. He's like, oh, great. <laughs> no, I mean, just call it the real country. I mean, the real yeah. estate realtor mar- uh, family is, I mean, everybody's cheering for everybody, you know? Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's, that's- However, when a friend, you know, if a friend lists my, if I have a friend that, you know, yeah, let's hear, house let's, let's hear the tea. Let's hear the tea here, Coach. <laughs> and, you know, he's my buddy, too. I'm like, well, you know, why Why did you choose John yeah. over me? I, is a John question who? That I, I have. We need to, John. We need, oh, I thought I was like, man, we need to get this John <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, sometimes you can get your feelings hurt. But for the most part, you know, we're cheering each other on. Yeah, I, I bet it can leave a bad taste in your mouth though. Sometimes it can, you know, it know. can, yeah. I and I, my my war story uh, in real estate. Yeah, I was pretty new, pretty new realtor, and uh, I had a client, big client. They were looking for seven, eight million dollar ranch, and I showed them everything, everything in Kerrville. That I was work that with client them. that you just worked. I worked. Yeah. I worked with them month and a half, two months. I showed them. Every, I, I showed them twenty places, and the uh, husband was a long range shooter. Right? When I say long range, I'm talking a mile, yeah. a mile shot. And you're looking at two hundred grand for this, right? Commission. Yeah, yeah. two hundred thousand dollar commission yeah. on us. So anyway, everywhere we looked, the wife, the wife would love the house. But the husband was like, hmm, I don't have anywhere to shoot, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's a hill country, man. You don't have a mile line of vision mm-hmm. where you can shoot your long-range rifle. So, anyway, work with them, work with them, and uh, contacted them one time, sent them a property. They go, hmm, we've already found a place. They bought a place up near, oh, where was it? It was like the $8.5 million ranch. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that hurt. That hurt, you know, because I don't know if they didn't know that they could use me for that purchase up there. As long as it's in Texas, a realtor can, you know, go anywhere in Texas. When when that happened, did you think about giving up as a realtor after that? I was I was a little dis... Uh, mm, Good question. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't want to give up. I was actually upset. And 
probably more upset that I didn't tell him. And actually, you know, you have a agreement that you're really supposed to get them to sign that buyer's agreement. If yeah. they buy anything else that you still get a part of it, the buyer's agreement. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't do that. So did you pay back the loan sharks in time? Well, <laughs> Lesson learned. I'm Lesson just learned. I'm just Buyer's agreement is is huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that's a hard. Wow. One. Yeah, it was a hard lesson. Hard lesson learned, no doubt. But so, anyway, how long was, into real estate were you when that happened? Uh, it was about eight months in. You're right, eight months in. Ooh. Did you have anything cooking at the time? Anything else cooking? Uh, yeah, I think I'd sold a place by that time. It was a you know, small deal, probably $200,000 deal. So, you know, I had received my first check, but this one I was really excited about. Mm. What was your uh, reaction when you got your first check? When you got your first real estate check? I was like, wow. I mean, this is more than I made, you know, in two months. Yeah, 3% commission on a $200,000 house. That's about six grand. Right. You take out your fees and everything, of course. And then, right. But yeah, 4,800, but. Yeah, that's more than I made in two months at my other job. I was like, wow. Yeah. And then, but it's the same time I, those you houses, know, I put yeah. in that work too. I probably put in $40,000 worth of work. No, no, probably. <laughs> I mean, you probably put in three or four work, three or four weeks worth of work, but. Okay. Which now is $40,000 worth of work, isn't it, Coach? Yeah. Four years well, later. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very hey, uh, true. So, have you had any big deals come across? Like, not not other than that one. No, yeah. they. I mean, I've had seven hundred. Actually, I've got one under contract now for seven hundred thousand. Ooh wee. Uh, which will be a nice commission. Yeah. Um, at a eight hundred thousand dollar ranch over in Junction that I sold. So, I mean, I haven't had that million dollar deal yet. I sold three point seven five million in real estate total last year. That's oh, last wonderful. year, last year. That's great. that's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, really, yeah. it was a good year. Yeah, so you I mean, went it was from, a good year. You went from back in the nineties, where somebody trying to talk to you, you into going to, in, to real estate school and doing real estate. Mm. You went from that to selling almost four million dollars in real estate last year. Yeah. Is that lady still around who was trying to get you in? No. She passed away? I think so. Yeah, her and her husband did it. I know he passed some time ago, and I think she passed recently. They used to have the real estate school here in Kerrville. I know a lot of realtors got their license. a real estate school here in Kerrville. I know, right? (laughs) A lot of realtors got their license underneath them, and they know who I'm talking about. I wish I could remember their names, but I can't. But a lot of realtors got their real estate license underneath them. That's amazing. Yeah. It really is. What's your what's your best form of uh marketing yourself? Is it social media? Is it just just knowing people? Or how how does knowing people, I mean, getting getting clients, number one. Um, listings is your number one thing. You just, if you have listings, your name's out there, mm. right? And people yeah. are calling you. Yeah, you're you. on the MLS. Yeah, then. and you're yeah. on the MLS. Mm. People are calling yeah. you wanting to show the house. Um, so listings is key in being a successful agent for sure you ever door and there's there's some agents that just strictly like to be a listing agent and there's some agents that strictly like to be a buyer's agent i like both ends man i think both ends are fun Mm. so 
I, w- I would suggest, you know, that listings is key for sure. Getting your name out. That's the biggest way to get your name out. For sure. And wow. then clients after that, I've had clients refer me to their friends and family or whatever it is. You so, ever get investors that are repeat customers? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's another thing. I mean, there, yeah, there's an agent in our office that has a multi-million dollar person like that. They're mm. have millions of dollars at their disposal. You know, That's they just wild. need to find the right. Like, yeah. I know. I don't have that kind of client yet. But, but yet. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah. They're yet. out there. You ever see the investor, like, work their way around an agent and, and just, you know, buy and sell themselves? Or is it easier... Like what's, I know, I know it's an ugly question, but what's stopping somebody from doing all the work themselves? Nothing, nothing. You can do it yourself, but there's a lot of work involved, a lot of legwork involved and, uh, time involved. So, I mean, if you have the time, yeah, you can do it yourself, but there's also, you got to make sure that you have all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed because, I mean, that contract is a binding thing. Mm-hmm. So if there's something in there, if uh, if you're selling a place on your own and you have somebody coming to you with a contract, don't you want somebody that knows that contract that's going to look over that contract for you and say, yep, we're good here? Or, I mean, there's things that somebody could slip in there that, you know, could cost you thousands of bucks. Mm. You got to know that. You got to know the ins and outs, man. So it's worth it. Most definitely, it's worth it. I I have never used anybody but a realtor to sell. I've sold a couple of houses before I was a realtor, and I wouldn't think about doing it on my own. No way. Do you do investing? Do you invest in real estate on your on your own? Not at that level yet. No, no. This last year was the first good year I had. Previous year, um. I did well. I made more money in my, that would be my second year as a realtor than I ever made (laughs) teaching. Oh, Uh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, it was a good year. Of course, this past year was my best year, but. It's one of those things where you just have to stick with it and keep going no matter what and not give up, you know? Yep. Michaela, you ever think you're going to invest in real estate and have rental properties that Probably at some point, yeah. And and I do have to say a disclaimer, I my license isn't active right now, which means I am not with any brokerage and I cannot help you with your real estate at the current time. So but we know but, a guy. Yeah, we do know <laughs> a guy. His name is a guy. Uh, Mark We're Keller about to right know here. another guy. <laughs> yeah. So you you'll you'll knock it out of the park today, man. No, I I think so. I've yeah. been I studied so. ta- listen, it's getting a real estate license is not the easiest thing, right? I mean that state and national it's, test it's is tough. <laughs> it yeah. is tough. They, they take it seriously. Michaela passed both on his first try. I know. And she, I didn't even study for the month leading up to it either. I, I don't know. How, I, still don't, I still don't know how it happened. <laughs> I, I wasn't even planning on going into real estate. And then I'd already paid for the test like a month before. And I was like, well, I don't want to waste the money. So I'll just drive down and take the test. I went in there and and uh, took the tests. And, and she handed me two pieces of paper. And she said, you passed both tests. Wow. And I said, I said, well, I wasn't expecting that. She goes, well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela, were you a like an A student, good test no. taker? 
Oh, it's been a great test, test take. I have yeah. not. See, that's where I faltered. I, I have not been a good test taker ever. Now, can I pass it again today? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think you your know. first renewal is like uh, 90 hours. That's right. Yeah, that's Which coming up. What he's that's what I, right that's what I have to do within yeah. the next couple months. Yeah, And then after that, and it I gets am. easier. You have to renew every two years. Yeah, yeah and it's 18, 18 hours. 18, hours. 18 yeah. after, yeah. yeah that, Continuing that. That's the third question on my test. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are at 40 minutes in this podcast. So uh, I, I just want to say thank you to Coach Keller for taking the time to be on the Kerrville podcast bad, today. Appreciate you're, you guys, you're amazing. Man. Yep. Uh, John, you got anything else you want to say before we jump off here? Well, is there anything you want to say to Kerrville? Is there anything you'd like to say to the town that you've spent 30 years in? Oh, I look right here, here in this man. camera, Coach. I love it here, man. <laughs> I mean, this is a great place to raise your family, which I did. Uh, son's about to graduate college now. And, man, just people know. I mean, Kerrville is just a great community. It's a caring community and just good place to be, man. Absolutely. Good place to be. 100%. Yep. Coach Mark Keller. All right. On the Kerrville Podcast the this Kerville morning. Podcast. Appreciate you. You get this me. on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, pretty much anywhere where you get podcasts, you can get this podcast at YouTube, Facebook as well, and also online at KerrvillePodcast.com. So, all right, that's going to go ahead and do it for us for episode number 46. We're going to have another episode that drops tomorrow, right, John? That's right. Yep. We have um, Audrey Ducker with Sid Peterson. Awesome. All right. Peterson Health in tomorrow. All right. Thank you, John. Do appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Coach. You're amazing, man. So, thank you. We'll be back tomorrow.